Welcome back to another episode of Soma Soulworks. Where do faith and art meet? What does it mean to be made in God's image, knowing his nature as a creator? This podcast is an open-ended wrestling with God at the seam of Christianity and creativity as artisans working in the world of arts and entertainment. Welcome back to the Soma Soulworks podcast. Um, today we have uh, Sammy Riff and we have Aaron Marantet. We're in the studio with Chris Skaggs and our mystery guest. So uh, today, this episode is going to be about what happens when your mission statement, especially as a Christian company, so to be clear, we are specifically talking about Christian companies, what happens when your mission statement and your corporate culture don't match? What happens when there's a perhaps secret, perhaps public um, gap there? So I, I heard this at church, and, I, and it's the thing that really made me think about this. The, uh, the pastor was describing... You go to your favorite restaurant, so whatever that is, and you order your favorite meal, whatever that is, and it comes out and it's been done excellently, right? It's all the right ingredients, they're prepared just right, but the plate it comes on is filled with the last guy's slop. The plate has like burnt on spaghetti and, you know, kind of leftovers and parsley and probably some dentures. How... So metaphorically, your meal, this thing that we want to be known for is our mission statement, our core values, what we present to the world. But the context is the culture. Like, how does this actually happen? And what do you do in that that moment? And so just to use the thing, like, I think most people would send that back, right? Like, admittedly, like, everything I'm trying to eat is legit, but the context it comes in is not well done. So this is basically the idea... And uh, and I think Aaron, when we when we proposed this topic, um, Aaron made the good point that the best place for us to go is to look at ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. The best place for us to do is not to, for example, like tell too many stories from other places, but like of ourselves. Like where are we hypocrites? Yep. Where do we not toe our own line? Where do we um, actually act in a way that's different than how we say we would act? Mm-hmm. So that's the topic for today. And uh, I know that when we put this up um, kind of at the pre-meeting, this seemed to generate some some good energy. So tell me what's on your mind. What do you think about? Let's go here. Well, I guess to start with um, and to start by looking at ourselves, the SOMA, I'm looking at the website right now. Um, our um, our motto, our, our mission statement says, we're not making time wasters. We're making art. We're not killing brain cells. We're shaping minds. There's a whole paragraph before that, but that's the final piece that's kind of like, this is the core piece to our mission statement. Um, there's, um, And within that, there's a question of like, what are we doing? What, how, are, so how does, when is it that our, our company culture doesn't match with that particular piece? Um, there's a whole bit where I realized I got hired from SOMA like seven years ago. Um, when I first got introduced to them, it was almost, it was about over 10 years ago now. Oh wow! Um, oh wow! <laughs> that's a that's a thing. So and for me, I got introduced to the people. I never got introduced to Soma as a company initially. So I never actually learned what the company like mission statement was, what the official mission statement was. Great shame on my fault, by the way. <laughs> um, and once I it was a, once I was a part of it, there was no reason for me to go onto the website where it was. And so I actually I encountered this a couple times, um, and then really got slammed in the face this last fall. And um, but 
when I was like hire when I would hire an artist and they were ta- they would talk about how like oh I love what you guys have to say on your website I was like I don't know what's on your website <laughs> we have a website uh, it's like I know we do but I just I don't ever go there and I don't know what's reflected there okay I should go I make a note maybe to go um, check it out and then I forget about it and then this last um, this last fall me and Sammy actually went to an, a thing an event um, where we short uh, shorthand called the horse event what's the actual title for it do you remember I don't know that it has the a title. mountain group the horse thing oh it was um, <laughs> equine assisted learning. Okay, it was just, but um, and so this it was like a little thing that um about half this half the studio went and participated in. It was a group a group thing where we it I can't remember the actual term for it. Um, anyway, um they uh, they challenged us with what is the right kind of story. Um, and we're like looking at it, I was like what does that mean? We have no idea. I was like what the hell? <laughs> right. Um, turns out they got that directly from the website. In that paragraph, I didn't actually say I didn't uh, say what in it. It's like it's like we started telling like we being Soma. It says on the website, we started telling the right kind of stories, right kinds being in quotations. It's like, yeah. it's like not by wagging our pre- fingers and preaching what games ought to be, but what demonstrating what they could be. It's like, but this, no one in our group that went to this event knew that they were referencing our website. And here's the kicker. I am was super familiar. I should have been super familiar with the website. When I went to go work at SOMA, I read every single word on every page in there. I was like, I love the story, like the whole the whole thing Chris wrote up about the founding of SOMA and, and this and that. And I, I loved everything they stood for. And I was extremely wooed by the mission statement because it was so in line with my own of like, yes, excellence, beauty. I want to do things completely and, and greatly. And I don't want to kill brain cells. I want to bring video games to like a literary standard because I have a, a writing background and that's where my heart was but then five years down the line or four and a half or whatever it was that had slipped my mind I hadn't gone like you said like I hadn't gone back because I really didn't have too much of a, of a reason so while I remember there was this great thing that Soma was doing that I fell in love with like I didn't remember word for word what it was and I didn't bother to give myself the reminder and like that was kind of an awakening of like I really should make sure that I am keeping this in mind um so that I keep going the right direction because uh, I know I personally I'm a I'm a level designer and a and a set dresser and I help out with the art sometimes um in the sets and I really love wanting to do things bigger and better and, and always push but I have also fallen into especially when deadlines are near where I just kind of like well that'll work that'll pass and that'll pass does not necessarily then that seems pretty counter to let's do it with excellence Mm -hmm. um and so I know that's where I've been guilty of of falling away from some of our our values yeah I think that's not just true of you but of I think that's where, as a company culture, when we get stressed out by the deadlines and we have that breathing down our necks, beauty is one of the first things that goes. Yeah. Um, I, as art director, I am aware of that, (laughs) and figure. And actually, I think that's one of the things that we have suffered in couple in the last couple of years is how do we make excellent beauty while working with deadlines? Like, what? How do we? And um, working with excellence because usually that. Is usually associated with, and uh, usually associated with uh, having to crunch because you have to put more time into it and make it to a beautiful standard. So it's like, but we are a studio that doesn't want to crunch in culture. We don't want that crunch culture. We don't want that crunching to happen. Um, and that's because as uh, we don't mention this in our mission statement, but we are uh, culturally, we want to be able to have rest. Be a, 
it's a significant part yeah. of our deal. Um, I've been reprimanded for having uh, for pushing people to meet deadlines on weekends. Um, I think that was a year and a half ago that I got that reprimanded for that when I've been trying to keep to that and actually keeping a day of rest as a part of our week. Um, like yes, you can work a weekend, but you should at least have one day where you don't touch a project, you don't touch work. Yeah. Um, and with that in mind, it was just like it, it's this thing of like where do we not keep our mission statements in, in mind as our culture gets influenced by these different things that we bring on and bring into our sphere. And while there's definitely, and I think there's also things that, um, so that's where this um, imbalance happens between our mission statement and our culture is that these, is that we bring in the different projects and how those actually, and the different people as well, and how those things actually get played out ten, um, can just not match up. And particularly if you don't have those things present as reminders. Um, um, Chris mentioned a pre-meeting. I can't remember if it was this episode or a previous episode. Um, but we were talking about it, what we were wanting to do. Um, there was this, I think it was, Neil Neil mentioned that he was talking with someone about, about this exact topic. And at a different studio, what they did is they had their mission statement written up on the wall. And then also important cultural, um, company culture uh, values also put up onto the wall. There's also some pieces of art that were inspirational for that they wanted to bring in, but they but they kept it relevant and present, at least in the physical space that their company was in. I don't know how you'd um, do this digitally, but Soma at least has a has an internal studio that our main team comes into um, when they can, um, and it's just like, well, we could easily put it up on the wall yeah. somewhere to have like what is our most important mission statement. Um, and it's also considered like as our culture st- changes, um, maybe the mission statement is out of balance, and the culture is what we want to keep. If, like, how do we like? Sometimes it's not just the culture that doesn't match the mission statement. If your mission statement isn't quite correct in what you're hoping to have over over the years, this, I don't know when this mission statement was actually written. Uh, the one I, you're looking at the website now is actually only published. Uh, I want to say at the end of last year. Oh, okay. So it, it's been kind of in a different format. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't public, so it wasn't even on our website until recently. Yeah, it, well, that that then becomes an issue, like where people can't find your mission statement. Yeah. It's like if your mission statement, uh, for me, a mission statement needs to be like short, so it's actually like you can actually tell someone in under thirty seconds. Well, and but, I'll, I'll tell you, it, and I'm not saying that we did this right, but I think it's it's accurate to say that Soma's history, we probably worked on our culture first and foremost for many years, really before we had a codified mission statement like we had some things that you write up for an investor kind of a thing mm-hmm. but it wasn't that like we were really working on culture more than anything else um and it's fair to say like we, we i set up this idea of here's the plate of food and and it kind of this mismatch between the two it begs a certain question like okay which one is actually more foundational is it your mission statement or is it your culture what's more real and i want to say like in the end in the end it's sort of like what you do not what you say Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I know the quote is from somebody, but I, I, the only reason I remember the quote is because JB had printed it out and and had glued it to this this culture box in the right. office, and it was uh, something to the effect of "culture is what happens when authority leaves the room." And uh, JB was really big on on fostering this feeling of like whatever we produce doesn't matter if we aren't sound as people that our brand and our culture, like who we are, is way more important than anything we put out in the world. 
um, because it should bleed through into what we put out into the world. And especially if we're trying to influence like the the greater entertainment culture that has, you know, a lot of faults and follies, um, you know, it's going to be really important to make sure that our house is in order, especially if we're ever expected um, or want to be able to speak into other other people's way of going about things. Like, we need to have a pretty firm foundation. We don't have to be perfect. Like, but as long as we're making an effort and doing pretty good and receptive to if people critique us in return, that gives us kind of the authority to be able to critique out if, you know, if we see um, other studios uh, that have a discrepancy um, you know, as long as we do it with kindness and grace. Um, I lost my train of thought. But, but it was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was curious. I, it seemed like you chimed up when I, um, so I'm pointing at Aaron, this idea of like, what's what's deeper? What's more important? Is it the culture? Is it the mission statement? How do these interact? Ultimately, I think you're right, culture. Um, mission statement should probably be more reflective of the culture. Um, but it's also a great reminder of what the culture, what the cultural goal is, and when sometimes culture strays, sometimes, and it, it's pro- it's a living relationship. Good, it, that's a good way to put it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm honestly thinking about um, <laughs> if we compare it to writing documents for guidelines for our games um, versus company, um, we have living documents for uh, like our art direction document. And at some point in the process of developing a game, you do have to like solidify that and be like, if it doesn't meet this and this standard, then it's not going to a game, yada, yada, yada. But for most, most of the early stuff, you at least have, this is our goal for what we're trying to meet and what we're trying to do. And if the mission statement is reflective of what that document is, but then the game is actually ref- the ref- like the culture reflective, like it's a, it's a relationship of going back and forth. Is it, is it, are they actually um, meeting each other's expectations? I think the so trick is, is to just not be legalistic about it. That's just true. use it, use both of them as sort of an anchor point to ask the correct questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, never just blindly go with one or the other. I yeah. agree. And I think a mission statement has to be seen as, a, as an ideal. Like, this is what we're aiming for, not who we are. I, I, somewhere there, you just have to be like, I am reaching for something higher. Well, I, I do think it begs a question, though. Oh, you had a. It, what do you want to say? Uh, well, uh, we might be going the same direction. I'm not sure. But I was going to ask, like, that's a great segue to our next point. Of, like, well, what happens when we don't have them? If, if the mission statement is an ideal of what we're trying to be and what we want to be, what happens when you're, the, the culture is, so, is not in alignment with that? Yeah. Let me pause it just for a moment to finish a thought, and then okay. I think we'll go right into that. Okay. I would say, at the same way, is, especially if you're starting a new company, but this is probably true anyways, is like, you have to actually think it through. You have to put the time and effort in to say, like, what do we even want our culture to be? Um, what do we want to? What would we? What would we die for? Right? Like, like if, if if this thing got violated, where would we say, like, then we're not who we want to be? Yeah, I always think about what what am I willing to lose my job over? Yeah, like you know, and that's how I pick battles. I think that's a huge deal, and and to, you know, I think for so many people, and this is this is endemic in gaming is when when folks start their quote studio and I say that because that's everything from a single person to 50 people mm-hmm. often what happens is that they have an idea for a game and they're not really thinking about corporate culture they're thinking about I want to make this game 
And so this question about a mission statement or whatever else, it's just not on their mind. Um, but then it is, you know, a year, 10 years later, and they're just still going, and mm-hmm. no one had the opportunity to think about this. And and then habits become traditions, and pretty soon, like, this is your culture, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and maybe that means, and, and we just expect that you're going to show up uh, every Friday night until 2 a.m. because that's our culture, and no one no one ever did that on purpose. Uh, but next thing you know, it's what's normal. So it, just taking the time to think about it feels so, so critical if we believe in the value of the people over the product. I'm reminded of when I came, first came to Soma and Nerf gun wars were a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to be clear, uh, I wasn't the first woman to, to be at the studio, but I'm, I've been the longest standing woman in the studio now. Um, and there was definitely a thing where I got shot one too many times in the face <laughs> Where I was like, guys, this is not okay. I'm, I'm confiscating these because I don't like getting shot in the face. I almost got hit in the eye. The only reason I didn't was because I had glasses on. It's like I got shot in the eye, basically. I had, had a natural shield, thankfully. But uh, I don't, yeah, not our best moment. <laughs> oh, there's a couple of not best moments I could refer to, but <laughs> that's just the that's one that's like, hey, right? As like initial initial summer culture was. Uh, a, it was a lot looser, loosey goosey. I would, I don't yeah. want to say fr- it wasn't frat boy, um, which I know is used to used for a lot of company as like company cultures. Like that is kind of like Activision, as example is a, like that is the yeah, current frat boy like, culture. They are they are they're the frat boy culture. So it's like some of those bigger ones. I wouldn't say Summer was there, but it was college boy it silliness. Was college boy. Yeah, and this is like we're just having fun. We're having fun while working, getting paid for it, but we're having fun. And then there was just this level of like not professionalism in there. Yeah. And it was like, and I'm not saying I, I did not, I was not the person who brought that. Um, I did point out like, this is, I don't like this or this. Um, but I wasn't the only one who like pointed that out. Um, it's just been a slow change over, I think a, probably a period of three ish years. And honestly, it's right around the time we got, we were really trying to work on Redwall. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it really started to spin up because we also had a lot more people coming in and being a yeah. little bit more critical of our culture. Yeah. Well, and also that was probably one of the first places, maybe, maybe not the first place, it's a strong place where this kind of discontinuity was very clear to me, which is we say how much we value quality and excellence but the truth is we were not known for our quality and excellent games we were having fun there were some strong points to it but overall that was not what we were known for and so that that was something we're like we need to work on this mm-hmm. um now i don't think that we're there i think we've come a long long way because we made it deliberate when we we see that criticism like here is a discontinuity and and i'm i think that we were I guess humble enough. I don't know the right word. Honest enough, maybe just to say, like, "Yep, that's you're right." Like that, we're not we're not hitting that bar, um, and we made very deliberate steps to say, like, "This has to actually be a value. Like, it has to actually affect our day to day." I think it's been good that uh, we are. Shoot, I'm sorry, my brain froze. If you're, do you, you mind if I take up, over yeah. that? Okay. Uh, my thought is that we do not hold ourselves to, to, as the we are the perfect standard. We don't at all. We recognize we are a work in progress right now. We have thankfully a history of being able to say yes, we are getting better, but we're not we're not there right. yet. We're still striving for it. We're also we're and we you can use the excuse of we're human, but that's an excuse. We we can be better, and we are working towards being better. 
um, as a company. I think in general, culture is where you are and the mission statement is kind of where you want to be or should be where you want to be. Um, <clears throat> I, I think we, we as humans are kind of, we, we want to grow and, or we should want to grow. Like, I feel like that's part of our purpose is to always strive, you know, we're broken people in a broken world. So we want to get better and better and better. So as we do start making progress, like, I don't think we're ever going to arrive at the perfection, you know, we want. But the fact that we are moving towards that always, like you said, like we've made so much progress and we're going to keep making progress. And it's impossible to be perfect. So the, the point is that we, we try a lot. You know, if we find that there's some discrepancies, like, hey, we're a little bit off the path, like you've got both of them as a little bit of an indicator to make sure, keep, keep them both in line. But the, the goal really is just to keep improving, not to ever like arrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of like, we, when we were asking questions about act one, act two and act three, you know, I think that act one, the, the line was something like, can we ship this? <laughs> something like that. Um, act two is more like, are you happy with this? And act three was, are you proud of this? And, uh, and so this became a way for us to move the bar forward. And, and everyone, every step is challenging. Um, not to mention, like, as, as our experience grows, even our, even those bars themselves move in our own hearts. Mm -hmm. um, but I, that becomes, that was, I think, one way very practically where we were trying to get our actual activity in a line with our stated values. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have, I, I mentioned also, like, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't too long ago that our friend Thomas was in a position, because we trust him, because mm -hmm. we love him, for him to say, like, here's a place that you're not living up to your own statements. And, uh, you know, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> um, but he was right, right? Yeah. And he had an observation. That, and so I really appreciate just that he would take that moment. That was built on trust, though. Like, mm -hmm. I, and, uh, and I think that it's fair to say, like, we, we invited that criticism and we meant it. Or maybe I should say I did, right? So I'm like, hey, you know, like, like I trust you. I know, I know you have, you see things from a different angle. Here was just an outside person who was able to see things differently than we did inside. I thought it was very, very, very good. And it spoke to these questions of culture and, and hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. It does, um, what do we, oh, going to move forward a little bit and not just focusing on ourselves now, but like, what does it say to people when people within our um, industry and outside when there is this mismatch between the, this dras a drastic, more drastic probably, mismatch between um, culture and mission statement? I know yeah. for me, I hate being preached to by people that don't take their own advice. Y you know, like somebody on their own private yacht in the middle of the ocean telling me that I need to be better about my <laughs> use of disposable straws. Like, you know, nothing gets you more, well, me, more stubborn and sat in my, like, I'm going to do what I want. Um, then, you know, somebody telling, like, y you stand up there on your soapbox telling me what to do, but look at yourself. Look at you. Right. You're not even trying. You know, but if I see a company that is trying, um, I'm going to respect the what they have to say about, you know, what I should do as a person. I'm going to respect their opinion. I do think that reflects, like, in the kingdom, everyone's judged on a most improved scale, right? There is – it's not an absolute. It's like, where did you come from, right? Mm -hmm. and so I think that's a, that's a huge role. Anyways, maybe, maybe if I were to wrap this up, um, 
here's how here's how I might phrase it is one you need to have a mission statement. You need to have a goal, which is to say, like, what are you even trying to be? And that corporate culture, I love that statement. Corporate culture is what happens when authority leaves the room. So, like, mm-hmm. it's happening with or without you. So at least have a goal. Once that's said, be willing to put it out there so that people can also – people you trust. And be sensitive about this. Like, don't just, like, you know, broadcast this to the world or whatever. But trust people to say, like, this is what we're trying to do. This is what we're trying – like, this This is a goal, not not a description. Um, and then be be communicative. So like you guys both pointed out, like this was not our our mission statements and values were not clearly communicated for many years, and I think we're still getting there. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind saying like part of that's just we've been trying to codify them. We've been trying to even figure out like what do we what do we want to say. So you got to communicate it, uh, and you got to come back to it. You got to communicate it regularly, um, and then always check yourself, right? Always be willing to say like, are we actually hitting those? on that regular thing. Like, um, that feels like a, like a good place where it, it takes a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would say, and I would say, as a Christian studio, just kind of speaking to other Christian studios, it's more important for us to do this than any other company because the world is watching. Amen. And, and it's more important that we that we are honest and vulnerable and humble so that um, no one's expecting anybody to be perfect, but, but don't, don't fly by this. Um, like other people are watching and I don't just mean other Christians. I mean, it's the non-Christians. And if our company looks the same as Blizzard, then we've done screwed up. And uh, we don't just make our company look bad. We make the kingdom look bad. And that's a drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd even go so far as to say that the non-Christians are going to be more critical. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they give you no slack. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're they're already maybe hurt by the church, and <laughs> we do not want to do more damage. Yeah, that feels like an uncomfortable, uh, an uncomfortable, but probably a good place to stop. So I'll wrap this up. Thank you for listening, um, and uh, I think we'll come back here talking actually about soul care. If you find yourself in that toxic company <laughs> as a believer, how do you take care of yourself? All right, with that, thanks very much. Grace and peace to you. Thank you for joining us. This is just one offering from Soma Soulworks, a production of Soma Games. To learn more, check out somasoulworks.com, and we'd appreciate your support through patreon.com slash somasoulworks.